0: The Adventures of Finnoche, written and narrated by Marion Brennan, and illustrated by Mark Beach. Chapter 4. Flying Lessons One sunny day, jean Luca came over, and Kieran too. Mum and Dad decided that we should all go over to my Uncle Luke's house. He lived on the beach and had a huge garden for us to run around in and play soccer. Also, we could make sandcastles on the beach and swim. The first thing we did was to go down to the beach. Dad brought a kite, and we tried to get it to fly. But it wasn't much fun, as there wasn't any wind. No matter how fast we ran with it, it just wouldn't fly. Eventually, we gave up. We were all so hot from running around that we decided to go swimming in the sea. Uncle Luke had snorkels and goggles, so we could look underwater. I didn't see any fish, but I saw an orange starfish and a really big crab, which made me think we sh- I should watch my step. jean Luca could not swim yet, so he could only paddle around in the shallows. It wasn't much fun for him, and I was worried the crab might give him a nip since he was doing so much standing around. Kieran and I were getting cold anyway, so we decided to head back to the cottage. When we arrived back, Auntie Tara asked, ''Do you guys want some hot chocolate?'' Did we ever not want hot chocolate? Yeah, we've been together. We were now shivering after swimming too long, and the hot chocolate was delicious. It came with marshmallows on top and shortbread biscuits. My favourite. The sun was shining, and when we were done, we decided to go play soccer. There were only three of us, so we set up a goal and took turns shooting or playing goalie. Soon we were exhausted again, and our game ended when the neighbour's dog ran after our ball, bit it, and brought it back proudly. The ball was completely flat. We could smell the sausages cooking on the braai. No one else understood the word braai in Ireland, but my mom and dad and aunt and uncle insisted on calling it this, as they had grown up in Africa, and that is what they called a barbecue there. I didn't care what they called it, as long as we had as many of them as possible in the summer. When we got back to the cottage, The hot dogs were ready, and there was lots of tomato sauce. Dad had made a delicious tomato and onion relish, which I preferred. We each had two hot dogs and sat in the sun for a while. There was still no wind, so kite flying was out, and the ball was flat, so we had nothing to do. At that moment, a small plane flew over the house. When the weather was good, small planes often flew over my uncle's house, as there was an airstrip a mile up the beach. The plane swooped low and then started to climb. At the top of the circle, we could hear the engine cut out. Then we saw the plane twist and spiral down like a corkscrew. Just when it looked like the plane might crash, we heard the engine start up again, and the plane swooped low over the cottage, straight over our heads. "'That was so cool!' shouted Kieran. "'Being a pilot must be the best job in the world,' I said. We watched the planes for about half an hour. The pilots were practising tricks that made us hold our breath and then shriek when they flew low. I felt like we were at our very own air show. Would you guys like to make your own planes? asked Uncle Luke. I liked playing with paper planes, so it could be fun, but it was nowhere near the real thing. He could see we weren't all that enthusiastic. I can show you how to make planes that fly on their own, he said. What do you mean? I asked. Come on, I'll show you, said Uncle Luke. Kieran and Jean-Luc nodded in agreement. We all followed him to my aunt's art studio to get the, the things we needed. Her studio was so cool. It had everything you needed to make model aeroplanes. We collected up balsa wood for the frames, some light material, thin wooden sticks, some cardboard and elastics. Uncle Luke showed us how to make the elastics into a motor by twisting them really tight between two paper clips, one for the motor and one as an anchor, and then letting them go. We each made our own plane design using glue to build a frame out of balsa wood. The wood was light and easy to cut with a penknife. I was careful to try to make my plane as aerodynamic as possible. I thought that if the engine was only going to be a little elastic, then my plane would have to be pretty streamlined to be able to fly. Kieran chose to make a model plane that looked like the one we had seen doing tricks earlier in the day. He even painted it the same way with red crosses on the wings so that it looked like a medical plane. Jean-Luc made a biplane. You rarely saw these anymore, but with a spinning elastic for a motor, he thought his plane might be more stable than ours. Right, let's see how these fly, said Uncle Luke. We all lined up on the deck to give our planes a better chance of flying far. We wound our elastics up as tightly as possible and set our planes free. They all flew, which I thought was a small miracle. I set my angle too high, so while my plane flew well, it went up high and quickly nosedived into the bushes. Jean-Lucas headed off his plane just right, at about ten degrees above the horizontal. As he had thought, his biplane was very stable. It glided nearly to the end of the garden. Woohoo! he shouted as his plane landed gently on the grass. We spent the rest of the afternoon perfecting the angle of takeoff and winding our elastic so tight they nearly snapped. At the end of the day, our planes were in tatters and could barely fly because they had crashed so many times. What a great day! So many lessons about flight. I must remember to note them down in my science logbook, I thought, as I drifted off to sleep in the car on the way home. I hope you have enjoyed listening to this chapter of The Inventions of Finno If you would like to read the beautifully illustrated version that has been illustrated by the wonderful Mark Beach, this is available on Amazon and at all good bookstores. For updates on new releases of chapters and books, please follow this podcast or join my mailing list. You can also contact me directly through my website www.marionbrennan.com and I would be delighted to hear from you.